Hi, Mama. Welcome back. Today is a very relevant topic for Morning Mama. We are going to talk about mornings. And there are just some hacks that I believe are going to be life-changing for you to add to your mornings. And I think the way that we start anything has a really high probability of affecting how that thing goes. Like if we start off our marriages with God at the center and having premarital counseling and being on the same page and having a support system around us, having our families in on it, we have a much higher probability of it thriving, of our marriage going well. Now, this does not mean that our beginnings determine the end because I know many marriages that did not start that way, but they are thriving more and there's many that started well and they haven't gone well. So this isn't determinant of it, but there's a a bigger likelihood. And for those marriages that don't start off well, yeah, you can definitely thrive in those, but you're going to have to work a little bit extra hard because you didn't start right. And I think this is so true of our days. As moms, we do not need to work any extra harder. We have so much on our plates. I think the way you start your day is so key if you want to have a good day. Now, it doesn't mean you can't have a good day without this, but if you want to set yourself up for success, you need to start your mornings with intention. And so I have these hacks I'm excited to share with you. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama, so I'm excited to share with you these really practical tips with you today. Now, this kind of topic lends more to when we're going to start talking about health. You know, we're talking, we're going on this journey of healing from our past, creating healthy, joy-filled lives, and then moving on to sharing the hope that we have found with others. And so right now we're setting ourselves up to begin the healing portion of our journey. But I really just felt like this topic was going to set you up for that. Now, these are more practical tools to create these healthy lives that we want But if we're going to welcome in this process of healing that can feel so overwhelming at times, I think we need to set ourselves up for success in that. So doing this is going to help create space for you to really process everything that I really want to walk you through. You're going to need to be intentional about making that space. So this is going to help set you up for that. This is also going to give you a chance to welcome in the voice of the Holy Spirit we just talked about. Holy Spirit changes everything. God is the source of healing. And so this is going to help you create a space to nurture that relationship of hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, that relationship with God. And I believe it's also going to align your life. It's almost like um, like an adjustment from a chiropractor. These three tips is going to align your life the way that I believe God intended it to be. So 
I believe that God's order for how our lives are supposed to be is that our priority number one is God. Now, that's not because God is selfish and just needs all of our attention. He actually doesn't need us at all. He created us because he wants to be in relationship with us. He wants to give that gift to us. He wants to be in that communion with us, but he doesn't need us. But the thing is that when we put God first, everything else falls in line. So God has these amazing values, wisdom for us, the playbook of how we need to live our lives. And so when we put him at the head, everything else is a lot easier. He created us. He knows exactly how we need to function. And all of the relationships in our life are going to be imperfect because they're with humans. But God is the one place that is going to be perfect. He is the only thing that's perfect. And so he can give us that perfect love that we need. He can give us that perfect guidance, everything that we need to get through the day. So God's plan is that we put him first. And then after that is our marriage. So, you know, a lot of people have this flipped around. I believe God says him first and then our marriage and then our kids. And a lot of people put kids above marriage And I understand how that naturally happens, you know, especially with littles. They are so needy and demanding at times. There there are big uh, practical needs that we have to fulfill every day. And so sometimes putting our marriages first can look a little different because we still have to fill those needs. We have to take care of our kids. We can't just (laughs) leave them downstairs and go off with our spouse if they're not old enough. But putting our marriage first means that we're prioritizing date night. You know, we we hire that babysitter so that we can get away and spend time with our spouse regularly. This is a, a bonus tip. Once a week, you should be joining with your spouse on a date, even if it's an inside the house date, whatever that is, a one-on-one intentional space together. Okay, that's a little besides the point. But here's the purpose of why God wants us to prioritize our marriages is that the biggest gift besides helping our kids meet Jesus, the biggest gift that we can give them is a healthy marriage, that that they see a healthy marriage. They see mom and dad as a team together. And so when we prioritize our spouse, even when we disagree with them on parenting, we stick beside them. We come as a unified front, and that is going to help our kids feel safe and loved more than anything. And then our kids, of course, we got to, we got to prioritize them as well, but they come after those things. So I'm going to, I'm going to jump into these hacks and I preface it with all of that because I know this is going to be really tough for some of you. I know some of these things are not easy to implement, but I want you to see how important they are. I believe this is going to set you up for success if you're really wanting to take this journey seriously of getting your life to what the place that God wants it to be, the place of freedom and expansion, then this is going to be a key element. Okay, so my number one hack to setting yourself up is to wake up before your kids wake up. I know. I know. This is a tough one. So let me explain a little more. I, I implemented this when my son... Around the time he turned one, I decided that I was going to be intentional and get up before him and spend time with Jesus. We'll talk about that in a minute. And starting to do this 
made so much difference in my life. I remember before I had kids, I would I would get up every day before work and I would spend time with Jesus and I would do this. And it was my favorite part of my day. And then I had a baby and everything shifted around. And, you know, of course, if you're getting up multiple times a night. So if you have a newborn and you are getting up multiple times a night, this probably isn't for you. But I will add in that I am able to do this because I did sleep train my kids and I fully believe in it. I believe that I am just a better mother, a better human, a better wife when I get the sleep that my body needs, that I was created to need. And so I I did like a gentle version of this if you want. I used the Taking Care of Babies program, which was so perfect for us. I use it with both of my kids, and they are now amazing sleepers. And with my son, it was a little bit harder, and he he did cry, and it was really hard. And I'm just sharing all of this in case, you know, you're, you're t- toying with the idea or trying to decide or even battling with this. I felt so guilty and questioned myself constantly if I was doing the right thing. And now looking back, I 100% am glad that I did it. I He is an amazing sleeper. I got the sleep that I needed to function better as a better self. I mean, the reason that I can even be here with you today is because I sleep trained my kids. My daughter is seven months old right now. And I started, you know, f- getting ready for this podcast when, let's see, probably she was like four months old. So I I needed that sleep. That is what has equipped me and set me up to do everything that I believe God is calling me to do. Now, all of these conversations, I hope you know by now, I am not about shame. I am not about mom guilt. So if you strongly believe in something else, I don't want you to feel any shame from this conversation. This is just what I believe was best for our family, best for me and I just want to encourage anyone that feels like they might need to do this. I encourage you to pray about it, but I really believe this is a really great answer for most families. Okay, but I want to get back into why you're supposed to wake up before your kids. I know before I started doing this, I would sleep until every second I could. (laughs) (laughs) that my son would sleep in. And it was like, oh yes, he slept in today and I got to sleep in today and it was great. And so I totally get that mentality. But I have found that when I wake up before him, when I wake before my kids, I feel so much more in control of my day. I am ready to go. My attitude is different. I'm going to talk about a couple other things to do after you, after you get up. But I, I just feel way more prepared to be a parent that day, to be a wife, to be a human. Now, this probably also means that you're going to have to go to bed a little bit earlier than you would like to or that you're used to, because I really believe you do need that sleep to function properly. And so this might look like stopping watching Netflix a little earlier or not having another glass of wine or not having any wine. And soon we're going to talk about some specific strategies to help make sure that those things are not taking over your life and they're not wasting your time and they're not consuming your mind. And so we will talk more specifically about that. But if you can get yourself to go to bed a little bit earlier so you can get that full night of sleep, that's really going to help. Okay, the next hack to do in the morning is when you get up before your kids, shower every day, get ready, put on a little bit of makeup if if you wear makeup, 
and put on real clothes. Now, if you feel like your best self in yoga gear, then that's great. It's really about what feels good to you. What do you feel sexy and what do you feel confident in? I, I know when I first became a mom, I kind of had this, this idea that I prided myself in and that I didn't wear any makeup and I just wore grubby mom clothes and I felt good about that. I, I, I liked that. So if you feel so good about yourself with no makeup and those yoga pants, that's awesome. This is not about anyone else. It's about how you feel. I I noticed for myself, though, after I had been a mom for a little while and I wasn't doing makeup and I wasn't doing any kind of clothes that, you know, lit me up, I started to feel less confident and I started to realize I didn't feel as great about myself. And, you know, I thought about doing my makeup, but then I felt like silly every day. I was staying at home at the time, full time. And so I'm like, why am I doing my makeup just to stay at home? I don't get it. I almost felt like guilty or silly or, or shallow for doing it. But then I I heard this, uh, like online seminar thing from, uh, the Mac house and the creator is named Jamie McLaughlin. And I think she has a podcast as well. And she talked about how we show up the way that we feel. And she had these, all these, these tips on how to do like a five minute makeup plan, And it just really made me rethink what I was doing and made me realize it wasn't silly to put on makeup to stay at home. If I felt better, if I was more confident as a wife and a mother and meeting new people at the park, then it was worth it. It's not that society is telling me that I have to do this. Of course, it's a cultural norm, but I know I feel better when I do it. And I know for me, I want to show up as my best self every day. And so I started doing this. I started when I would wake up early. I do a quick shower. I do a quick makeup. I throw on some clothes that I like. Now, these still have to be practical for the days that I'm at home because I'm with the kids in the sun, walking around at the park. But I I find clothes that function for what I need them to, but I also feel good in them. Doing this all before our kids wake up just sets the day up so much better because instead of like, okay, maybe we should go to the park and then, oh gosh, everyone's got to shower. Everyone's got to get dressed. We've all got to do a hundred things to get out the door. And then by the time we're ready, it's lunchtime. Now I put on our shoes and we walk out the door. Everyone is ready for the day. I feel confident. I feel ready to go. I don't have this prep period. I'm just ready to go. And one bonus hack for you is get outside every single day. Even if it's just a short walk, even if it's going to the park for 20 minutes, get outside. That is one of the key elements to staying sane in motherhood. Whether you're working from home, whether you're a stay-at-home mom fully, whatever it is, get you and your kids out of the door every day. Okay, and the last tip, which is is the most key, is this is all before your kids wake up. You get up before them, you get ready, and then go grab a cup of coffee or tea, whatever you like to have in the morning, and go and spend time with Jesus. This is the perfect place to have these conversations with God about what you're learning, what, what things are being brought up from this journey of healing. This is the perfect place to welcome in the voice of the Holy Spirit to speak to you about 
what you need to focus on that day, maybe what your kids need that day, maybe what you need that day to allow God just to have space in your life to speak to you and to grow you and to heal you and to move in you. I, I grew up calling this quiet time. I don't, it's some, some term from Christian culture. I don't know where it came from, but essentially, like I've described before, when I say quiet time, it just means time with God. I usually journal prayers to God, process things out with him in my journal. Sometimes I pray out loud. Sometimes I pray in my head. Sometimes I have worship music on. I always have my Bible and I always read at least a little bit of that. I believe that we need to get into God's word every single day to renew our mind. And this isn't about religion. It isn't about checking off a box. God doesn't love you any less if you skip this. But if you really want to start your day right, this is essential. Putting yourself in alignment with who God called you to be, who God says you are, what God asks for your life, because he says this is the best way to walk. I want want amazing things for you, daughter. It's just like any relationship. If you want it to grow, you have to pour into it. You have to sacrifice time. And that's actually one of the things I forgot to mention in our friendship episode is that if you want to create these relationships, you've got to sacrifice your time, your best time. You've got to pour yourself into him, into that relationship. And I promise you are going to reap so much good fruit from this. And I promise you my kids and my husband want me to take this space because I am such a better wife and mom when I start my day off with Jesus. This is what allows me to to be that mom that I've always wanted to be, to be that wife I feel called to. When we are near with the Holy Spirit in relationship with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit brings us fruit. And the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. Isn't that exactly what our kiddos need from us? Isn't that exactly what our marriages need? So I I really hope that you will take this into thought and, and take it into action and set yourself up on this journey for success. Put your life in alignment with how God created it to be. I cannot wait to hear stories of how God shows up in your life when you put him first. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Thank you.